Welcome to season two of Stand Up and Stand Out, the show for those leaving university and heading into the workforce, or for those already working but disillusioned by their current job. I'm your host, Nikki Green, and we're here to help those in transition find a life with purpose so they can pursue their passion. Following nearly two decades working in Fortune 500 companies, I want to share my leadership learnings with all of you. Thought leaders are needed in all walks of life, not just business. And we're in a critical time to pivot ourselves and the community around us to build a better future together. There's no syllabus for this part of the journey. It's time for you to choose your own adventure. Let us help you map the path that aligns with your values and supports your goals and dreams. Work doesn't have to be a bad four-letter word. By bringing your unique strengths to the table, the impossible can become possible. My stretch goal for this season will be to practice my Spanish, appreciate your support so I can achieve my goals, and keep pushing myself to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Let's get ready for the next episode. Hi, everyone. When last we left our leadership heroes in episode 12, Bert Lee was about to talk to us about values. Welcome to episode 13 of Stand Up and Stand Out, where we're going to explore our values. What are values and why are they important to our careers? ¿Qué son valores y por qué son importantes? We'll be sharing a bit of wisdom from two of our speakers that joined us over the summer at the I Graduated Now What conference. And I'll continue on my journey to explore my language skills by practicing my Spanish. Me gustaría compartir un poquito de la conferencia con ustedes. Esperamos hacer de esto un recuerdo regular a medida que se gradue. And here I am to explain why I created the I Graduated Now What conference. After 20 years in tech, I said enough was enough during the pandemic, and I left to create my dream company. I'm an author, motivational speaker, and career coach to those entering the workforce. I dreamed up this conference while I was mentoring a number of college seniors this spring. I heard the same concerns coming from them about the challenges the pandemic brought to their year. And I heard their struggles to figure out life after college and outside their houses. If you haven't heard, the great resignation is upon us. Baby boomers and Gen X, we've done our time and we've done, we're done pushing ourselves to the limits for soulless corporate jobs. And now HR departments globally are scrambling to find talent fast enough to fill the open spaces. That puts this year's graduates in a unique position that hasn't occurred in our lifetimes. Employees will have a stronger hand at the negotiating table than ever before, and you need to be prepared. We want to spend this week with you helping you prepare. By creating this beyond college experience, we hope to inspire the next generation of leaders to do things differently. This isn't a stage of internet gurus that fell into your feed because of an algorithm. This is a curated group of speakers who want to help you on your next journey by sharing their wealth of experience across multiple industries to show a new way forward. Why, you might ask, they don't know me. Why would they want to help me? Because guys, after a year of isolation, connecting and helping each other recover is the most important thing any of us can do. As you begin making choices for your life after college, you will find that you may be forced to make tough trade-offs about how to do this. Where should I work? 
Will I be working in an office or on my kitchen table? Where should I live? Who should I live with? Do I need roommates or will I be able to afford to live alone? Pressure will come from a variety of places to sway your decision. You need to acknowledge them, but don't let them hold you back from the right decision for you. Let's say you want to explore a new city and maybe move here to Chicago, but your family lives in Texas and they don't want you that far away. In this wonderful age of technology, family is just a FaceTime or plane ride away. They will miss you, but you will miss even more if you don't take that leap and try something new. Next, to talk about her difficult decision after college is the lovely Kathleen Melville. When you are deciding whether or not to take that brave leap sideways, there are going to be complications. You might feel pressure from your family or friends. You might feel like you've invested too much already to change course now. You might not be sure how you'll support yourself financially if you leave that partner, drop out of that school program, or quit that job. And you might also feel like you're letting down your community or even sometimes your industry. There might be logistics that you're worried about. How do I actually go through the process of withdrawing, which at least for University of Florida was shockingly simple. It was literally just a button that I had to click and then that was it. There can be all sorts of complications, but that doesn't mean it's impossible to take your brave leap sideways and escape the treadmill. In the end, this decision, even though it can be complicated by family and community and the school and your employer or whoever else is involved, this decision needs to be about you. Before you can pursue your passion, you need to better understand what motivates and inspires you. I struggled with this when I was younger. There wasn't a class on exploring your values in either my bachelor's or my master's in business. I was ready to work hard, but at what? As you begin life after school, your values are heavily influenced by your family and by your upbringing. As you begin to grow up and you start to have your own perspective on life, your values may begin to change. There are often generational differences or simply differences in your life experiences versus your parents. If you have trouble thinking of your own values, there's tons and tons of websites and information online. Just Google you know, or whatever (laughs) Uh, values, and you'll find more resources than you'll know what to do with. But at least it will get you started. For me, here are some of the things I find important. Challenge, learning, adaptability. For me, I love variety. I love trying new things. I love learning new tasks, even if I'm not going to be the best at them. I like the opportunity And I want that to be a part of my work life and my personal life. I value health. I value energy. I like to get outside. I like to move. And I want to make sure I have a job and a lifestyle that allows me to do that. And I'm not locked in the office 24 hours a day. And 
playfulness, and uniqueness. As you can see, I love to use that energy to inspire others and to have fun, whether I'm working hard or whether I'm playing hard, all of it should be a good time. And I want others to feel comfortable doing that too. And that takes courage. It's not always natural. Sometimes I walk into a room with a bunch of strangers and the first thing isn't to be my natural self. It does take time and to be able to start to get that courage collectively a little bit at a time and start to be comfortable with who you are and bring that great personality out with others. And with that, I like to also use imagination and optimism. If I can't dream that big dream of my future or a future where I'm helping others, that is not going to work. I have to be able to really close my eyes and think of like a story on a page of a book. I have to have optimism that that story isn't just in my mind, but optimism that it's possible and can be achieved. I think it's also important to acknowledge the values you find important in others. As you look for work and as you interview with a potential new boss and a new team, You need to make sure their values align with yours. This makes a more cohesive work environment for the team to come together and achieve big goals. Here are some of the values that I appreciate in others, which I don't always find in myself. (laughs) Number one, calm. (laughs) Uh, With all of my energy and always running around, I really appreciate when others are calm. I find it a fascinating trait and it helps me be calm and achieve more in the process. I think it's a good balance, a yin to my yang. With that, I also like dependability, intelligence, ambitious. Because I like learning, I like being with other smart people that know things I don't know. I want to learn from them and I want them to come and tackle those big things and be ambitious with me and dependably, not just dream big dreams and then disappear, but to be there regularly so we can work as a team. Happiness, honesty, candor. Believe it or not, those things for me go together in others. I feel happiest and most comfortable when other people are happy. They're honest with me about how they're feeling. They're not just fake happy or toxically positive and their candor. They are honest with what's going on, not only at work and whether projects are going well, but also sharing a bit of their personal lives if they're also struggling in other areas. And in a boss, I find security, fairness, and empowerment equally important. I want to know that I have a boss that's going to treat people within the team fairly. I want to know that I have a job from day to day as best they can control and that they're treating all of us very well. And I want to feel empowered. I want to be able to go tackle that next project without having to be micromanaged or worrying and looking over my shoulder. So think about those things as you're starting to look at your own values. Also look at things that you find are important in others. As you've been in school, as you've been in class, you've probably had group projects, you have friends, you have family. What are those values that you find important that you also want to make sure are available in your work environment? Last up, Let's bring back Marcus Summers of Purpose is Power to talk to us a bit more about forming this purpose statement for ourselves to better communicate as we begin our career journey. Anybody that was hired, I taught them how to explain who they are, what they do, and why they do it. I always like to reference Simon Sinek's Start With Why, which was published back in 2011. The reason I always like to reference that Hence, my business model, Purpose is Power. 
if you understand what your X factor is, you understand what your Y is, you understand what your purpose is, whichever way you want to explain it. If you know exactly why you're doing what you're doing, you're going to be able to become whoever you need to be to get to the next stage of that particular goal. So understanding that X factor, understanding that Y, understanding that purpose, those are the things that's going to sit and hit home with you that's going to excel and push you in the right direction. Now, understanding your purpose uh, for what you are doing is more powerful than anything you can imagine. With those things, you want to know exactly what you have accomplished thus far. You want to know what you have implemented to get there. You also want to know exactly why you wanted it, what you are working for. So with those things coming together, a lot of people don't want to talk about themselves because they tend to look at it where I'm being arrogant or I'm being faultful when I'm trying to explain so much about myself and so much that I have accomplished. Understanding the different in, uh, industries you're in, understanding the nature of the conversation and the communication, and those mean gives you the ability to explain and disclose who you are, what you do, and why you do it that will create a value as opposed to someone looking at it as you being both for arrogant. No, I'm only explaining these particular points so you can get a clear insight and snapshot of who it is you're going to be working with. So that way you can understand exactly what I bring to the table, why I think this way. Why is this my philosophy that I truly believe? Not because I read it somewhere, not because someone told me. Why do me, the person that you're instilling your trust in to take you to the next stage, why do I choose and believe these things will be working for you once you implement them? So understanding that and explaining that from your purpose and who you are gives that person on the other side of that table, the other side of the computer, virtual sessions, virtual consultations is a number one thing right now. So understanding so they can feel that energy of what you explain and so they can know, like, I get it. I know exactly why he's doing what he's doing. I know exactly why he explains it this way because I'm instilling it in you and you're understanding why I'm explaining things this way. Well, I hope this gave you some ideas to get you started to articulate your values. This is the first step towards better understanding your purpose. I look forward to chatting with you all next week. Please don't forget to check out our website at greenchameleoncollective.com forward slash podcast and follow us on our social channels for more post-college support. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Well, another awesome show in the books. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. For video outtakes of the show, don't forget to catch us on TikTok You Don't Stop at Nikki Green 678 The full-length shows are available on all the podcast platforms now, including Amazon Music, Stitcher, and Good Pods. The full video is available on Nikki's YouTube channel, and links to all of our social media, including info about our guests, is available in our show notes and on our website. Bye!